So XOXO Story, as I said, is a, is a night of live podcasts, comedy, storytelling, and we, uh, we have some incredible guests for you tonight. We are starting off with one of my favorite podcasts. I'm not going to do an elaborate intro. Please welcome Friendshipping! Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by XOXO, an experimental festival for independent artists and creators who work on the internet. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... Making friends or not at XOXO. What a, what a thinker that one is. Friendship between humans has many benefits But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits Do friendship at the problem Molly Lewis, everybody! Hi, everyone, and thank you for the opportunity to fail in front of a couple hundred people. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I feel like we should, before we get into, get into the meat, the meat right. of the show. Yes. You're a vegan, so before we I get am. into the fake meat of the show. Thank you. Should, the tempo of the show. Yes. We mm-hmm. should talk about why we're here and who we are and what we do, what we do every week. That's a good idea. Okay, so let me describe Jen Bain in oh five boy. words. Oh, no. Okay. Jen Bain, motorcycles, leather jacket. <laughs> Rebel, internet bad boy, Star Wars. How did I do? That was definitely more than five words. No, I, I mean, I counted it out. Five phrases? Phrases. Mm. Okay. Okay, so do you mean now, now I have to... Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jean jacket. That's what I'm wearing. Blue hair. That's what I have. Scary. I am very. Space. I like space. Plants. Perfect. So now you know who we are. Yeah. So... <laughs> We, uh, we have a show called Friendshipping, and the reason why we have this show is because there's a lot of podcasts that are about romantic relationships, and those are really important. Like, we should think about those things. But the network that we have, our net of people that catch us when we fall, those are really our friends. And we don't really put that much time, I think, unless we really think about it, to those relationships. And we decided that that's what we wanted to do, is to talk about those. Yeah, so every week we uh, take questions from listeners and do our best to answer them. People ask us really personal and lovely questions, and our disclaimer is always that we're not therapists or doctors, but we both have spent plenty of time with them. Like a lot. So we, we're sort of familiar with our own mental health struggles, and we try to relate that to some of our, our fellow weirdos, as we call them. Yeah, and we've both like fucked up enough in our lives and taking notes about these fuck-ups enough uh, that we would like to share them with you so you don't have to do the same thing. Also, we're going to cuss just a little bit. Yeah. Cool. I already said tits, so we're on the same page about this. Is is that really? It's more of a scientific term than it is a cuss. It's It's taxonomical. (laughs) Yeah. So we have um, a few questions that we got from the XOXO Slack. Yeah, so um, a couple days ago... Wow, what day is it now? It's Saturday. It it's, is Saturday. I think it's Saturday. So a couple of days ago, I went on the XOXO community Slack, and I went on Twitter, and I, asked, I said, send us your questions, and we'll, we'll do our best to answer them tonight. I don't think we'll be able to get to every single one, but we got some really amazing questions, and I hope we don't mess up too badly. We'll do okay. It's fine. Our editor, Ian, is here in the audience, but he can't help he us. He actually might not be here. I told him he didn't have to come. Oh, no, he's no, here. No, people hey. are pointing at him. What's up? 
So hey. whenever we say something we don't, we wish we hadn't said, we're just going to say, Ian, cut that. Yeah. And there's nothing he can do. He'll <laughs> just be sitting there the whole time. So good luck to all of us. Uh, do you want to read the first question? I will. That's traditionally. I, I would love to read the first question. That's how we do. And Molly is going to be here with us. I, I was just going to ask if I should leave. No, no stay. No, stay. You are our Max Weinberg in the East Street Band. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Actually, Molly, it would be great if you could provide a little segue into us doing the questions now. Yeah. Okay. Can you do a do a deet? I can give you. A, oh, it's so a good. Sparkle. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You made it sparkle. Question one: How do I meet people and make friends at crowded conferences and conventions, especially at the after parties and hangouts after the event ends for the night? I feel so awkward making small talk. I don't know where to begin. So first of all, I know how cool it is to say that you hate small talk. But you're not. Yeah, people pretend to hate small talk, right. but like small talk is a necessary evil and we all need it. Right. I was someone, you know how in high school, like uh, you know, girls are often like, I don't, I don't like other girls. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool. I was like that. And I, I was don't also, like catty stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're saying something really catty. Right. Or I, another thing I would say is like, I hate small talk. It's so boring. But it, it's necessary. Like you do have to practice small talk because you know what small talk isn't? It's not big talk. You're not yeah. ready for that. Mm. Tell me about your childhood. Why did your parents get divorced? <laughs> How long has your dad been sleeping in that second bedroom? You can't ask that. Where is this coming from? Yeah, what you should be asking is like, what have you seen in Portland today? Or what are you like, what are you working on? How's your mother holding up under the divorce? Like... <laughs> Uh, we have our, our friend uh, Pat used to describe it as the first date conversation versus the third date conversation, which I like because like you can't start out swinging out of the the, the game. Right, right. You can't get into the the heavy stuff right away. There are exceptions to this rule. You know, have you ever been like sitting around a bonfire and people are just like a cozy bonfire? People just like getting real. Like people are are getting talking real. Hi. Hi. Yes. Yes. Or you're at like a dive bar and people are just like spilling their life story. This stuff spilling does happen. Beers. Yes. Like you <laughs> you're really setting the scene. I think what, we're, what we're, we're driving at is that like in order to jump from the first date conversation to the third date conversation, something has to be off. Like you, you know, <laughs> like maybe you're inebriated or maybe it's just like, okay, do you want to do some fake small talk? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I would love to. Which character of ours should I be? Okay, so we have two characters that we bust out every now and again, um, and they're the bad people. So it's Marissa, who oh, I play. Ap- apologies to any Marissas in the audience. There's nothing wrong with being named Marissa. It's just that we, we, we're both white ladies, so we make fun of white ladies, and so Marissa talks like this. <laughs> She's got a great vocal fry. And then there's Toby. Toby Diaperman. Toby Diaperman. Who Jen plays, and he's and when we do like a hey let's pr- let's practice this script for like you know hanging out with people. Toby is always incorrect. He's just always getting it wrong. Do you want to be Toby in this situation? I would, but only if Molly will will bring me and signal that I'm now Toby. Okay. You're Toby now. <laughs> do we bring it again. Hello, Jen, 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 Jen. <laughs> Jen is great. Toby. I'm not. Who's Jen? Oh yeah, you're Toby. Yeah, I forgot. Toby okay, Dyerman. So, uh, hi, hi, hello. It's nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Trin. So Toby does everything wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did your grandparents die? Whoa. So. And of what? What's your name? Oh, I'm Toby. Hi, Toby. It's nice to meet you. My name is Trin. Um, so what brings you to this party that we're at right now? What's your social security number? You're. Um, 
Uh, so uh, I. What are your deepest fears? Snakes, <laughs> uh, and and human cowardice. See, that's the problem about the third date conversation is because sometimes you get a little sucked into it and then all of a sudden you're like sharing deep, dark secrets you with Toby. You start answering. Yes. <laughs> now you know my fear of human cowardice, snakes, moths, and butterflies, and I'm screwed. Toby knows way too much about you. Toby, take it down a notch. But uh, So um, I have another different podcast that's not as good as this one, but I have another thank one. Thank you, thank you. And it's called I Think You Two Might Get Along, and what we do is we go through small talk, medium talk, large talk, and some of the small talk questions are things like, what is your zodiac sign, and do you think that it describes you, whether or not you believe in astrology? Toby, how about it? I am all of them put together. God damn it. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> So the thing about small talk is that it does kind of work, even yeah. if it feels bad. Right. Trin, you're actually very good at small talk. Thank you. And who here feels that they're actually good at small talk? Is anybody good hand? at it? A couple people. Great. You, got, you guys can all hang out afterwards, I guess. Yeah. You can all have, talk have to sparkling us. sparkling conversation. <laughs> but um, basically, the idea is that you want to give the other person in the conversation the best opportunity to not say something awkward and inappropriate. So if you ask about their parents' divorce, they may talk about their dad. Oh, I don't even want to go into yeah. it. <laughs> Like, I don't know what Toby's dad's been up to. But if you ask them about the weather, then you'll talk about, like, really light subjects, like the seasons changing and global warming and, like, and so on and so forth. How all the frogs are dead. It's fine. We're getting sad again. Um, So let's change the subject. So the next thing is the... (laughs) So just just to remind you of the, the question we got, which is how do I meet people and make friends at conventions? Oh, that we got way off. No, track. we're doing great. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other, I think, okay, so we covered small talk. It's covered small talk. So the next thing I would say would be the soft no. The soft no. Listening for the soft no is very important. Jen, would you like to describe what it is that is a soft no? Yeah, I actually have a hard time describing it, but you kind of know it when you hear it yeah. if you start listening for it's it. It's like porn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's conversational softcore porn. Mm-hmm. So the soft no is kind of like a polite way of getting out of something or turning someone down or, or get, putting some polite distance between a person. Yes. And it's true that not everyone has the same ability to read social cues. Yes. So this is why we talk about this on our show, because if you know what this, the soft no is, you might be like more attuned to hear it. And it's kind of like, Trin, do you want to give me an example? I do. So uh, how about this? Can you ask me if Trin, I want to hang out? will you please come out with me after this to get some beers? I have a lot going on. But thank you for the invite. But you have to listen for the soft no because it, in particular, people who are not men need to use not the men. soft yes. yes. Uh, they need to use the soft no to maintain a level of comfort and also to not get the like if you say no a hard no to somebody like they might can you help me with this? Yeah, because like people who are not men have a hard time being not aggressive. Right. Because. And it gets us into trouble, I feel like. Yeah, it's like like a safety situation. It's a safety situation. Um, So I'd say, like, knowing how to do small talk, understanding and accepting the soft no are very important. And then complimenting people properly at a convention. Oh, I love this. Especially people that you just met. Right. Or people whose work you admire. I, uh, I'm friends with a lot of people who are very effusive, probably because I love compliments so much. Yeah. But your hair uh, looks great. Thank you. Uh, But, like, there's a. There's, there's stuff to keep in mind when you do deliver a comp- compliment to someone you just met. For example, just off the top of my head, maybe don't mention any specific body parts when you give someone a compliment. Yeah, like, girl, your feet look good enough to eat. eat. 
Yum, yum. That's a good example of what not to do. Yeah, maybe don't mention body parts. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good no. Yeah, um, even if you are complimenting their outfit, you still want to mention body parts. Like, just in general, not complimenting somebody's appearance straight off the bat, unless... It's a decision that they made. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Like so there's this. a difference between, girl, your feet look good enough to eat yum yum, and that you, man, you're really good at picking out shoes. Those shoes like perfectly match this outfit. You got a whole ensemble happening. I'm smiling so big right now. That felt really good. Like, what else do you like about me? Your shoes are very architecturally sound. I love it. What about complimenting people's like work? If they've like made something on the internet, a comic, web comic, blog, anything. How do you compliment that, Trin? So that's interesting because I guess it you have to choose what kind of vibe you're going for. So like if somebody were to um, come up to me and be like, "Your podcast is amazing," I would say, "Please continue." <laughs> Yes, tell me more. Um, but uh, what's interesting that I have found, especially at conferences where people like all work in the same industry and et cetera, um, is that some people like to friendship neg people. Neg? Yeah. -E neg? Yeah. Neg. Do you guys know what negging is? I saw a shake of the head. I think you should explain it. Okay, so friendship negging is, so let's say I had a podcast called Friendshipping and you, were, you came up and you're like, Oh, like your show, it was so good. Um, it kind of took like a, like a nosedive at the end. Like, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you would I not you think mean. that this is a thing, but it's 100% a thing. Oh, man, that is so true. It was like, man, in the beginning, the episodes really sucked, but they've gotten yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, like, thank you. It's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad now. Like, you do fine. Um, and I also think it's super common because, like, there's this trope of, like, you know, the April Ludgate. Or like Daria, the, the Daria. Daria. Yeah, 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 yeah. People think that it is okay and acceptable to say really crappy things to people in the name of friendship, and I don't understand why. Yeah, because you know this isn't TV, and there's not going to be like a laugh track. Do people? Do TV shows have laugh tracks anymore? Like, there's not going to be a commercial or they don't have an Ian to cut. They out. don't have an Ian. Ian cut this. They don't have this. that. Like, after you say the crappy thing, you both have to live in the world where the crappy thing was said. So, like, I guess in conclusion, yeah, let's in conclusion. how best to do friendship is start off with small talk, move your way up to medium talk, big talk, huge talk, but definitely start at step one. Compliment people in a way that is uh, constructive and doesn't tear them into, like, you don't want to feel like you are being inspected. Oh, yes, I hate that feeling. It's like, yeah. like kind of like how self-conscious I am now about my feet. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, babe. It's they okay. look good enough to eat. <laughs> uh, and, and I think... Uh, the other thing is just to keep your eyes open for social cues. Yeah, and then one thing I would add to that, our disclaimer for, for friendshipping, especially at like events like this, is like it is also okay if you're not here to make friends. Yeah. If you're here to enjoy the talks or keep your head down and like read or look at your phone and just like quietly observe, that is also okay. A lot of people are here to meet people, but I, I'm sure there are plenty of people that are not interested in, in meeting you, So and that's perfectly fine. Believe it or not. Yeah, as cool as you are. Question two. Let's do it. You're up. Oh, there it is. That was awesome. Question two. My way of making friends is collaborating on projects with people. Is that weird? Is it a symptom of not being able to emotionally connect without having a shared goal? I noticed that most people are not like this. I just love this question. This is a question from someone attending XOXO, and I feel like it's a very good question for everyone attending this. So I think that the first thing we need to break down is what is a friend to this person and do they actually want a friend or a colleague? Do they want 
a collaborator. Right. Because that might not be the same thing as a friend. I, I feel like this asker is afraid that their personal life and their professional life are bleeding over and they can't tell the difference between either. You are a millennial. First of all, like, I, like, like, how many of us here have definitely just like monetized every hobby that we have? Like, that's that's this asker. Like, you are the XOXO attendee, and that is okay. I think that it's going to be a difference between okay, colleagues and friends. So friends are part of that network of people where if you have a problem, you go to them. If you need to celebrate, you celebrate with them. And then your colleagues are. Uh, let's talk about calligraphy. Yeah, there's like a like a professionalism. Yeah, yeah, It's like, yeah. hey, did, you, did we get that invoice back or whatever, as opposed to, hey, do you want to hear about all my problems? Yeah, so I, I think that if this asker were to break down, is it that I want to work this per with this person and they are cool, colleague? Is it I want to work with this person because I'd like to get to know them better and form something meaningful and lasting beyond the project? Friend. I think that's a really good distinction. And it's, there's nothing wrong with making friends or looking for colleagues. Absolutely. And, and most people have both. And, yeah, yeah. and oftentimes one will turn into the other. Jen and I were friends before we were colleagues. Um, and we've kind of like woven back and forth to all those things. And, like, and friendships change, they morph with time, they morph with um, what the situation is. But here's the other thing, you don't need any. Like if you don't want, a million billion friends, and you've decided that these are all just your colleagues, you're not this cold robotic person who can only find human connection through your work. It's just that that's that section of your life and maybe you've got one or two really good buds who I you never work that. with. I think that's a really good point, Trin. Like this person might just organize their social life differently than other people. And if you're kind and patient, I don't really see the problem with that. They asked us, is this weird? I don't eh. think it's that weird. No, and it's, it's common weird. too. Yeah, yeah. I also think if you are some, like Trin and I are like sensitive, emotional people, but we hear from people who are not that way. Right. And it's always important for me. I want those people to know like, that's fine. We need robots in this world too. Yeah. We, need pe we, need, we need logical people. Yeah. <laughs> the world really is divided between Vulcans and Betazoids. <laughs> Vulcans are from Vulcan, and Betazoids are from Beta Z. Got it. You, I hope any of you have watched Star Trek. <laughs> Yay! Um, there's nothing wrong with a Vulcan. There's nothing wrong with being hyperlogical. And there's nothing wrong with a Beta Z. They, they are very empathetic. And we need all those people and all of those, the, everybody in that spectrum to have like a, a society. In getting back to the topic, no, you're not weird. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, there's no wrong way to be. Right. So how about the conclusion to this is, one, is this asker comfortable with the friendships that they have? Because if you're not, then it, yeah, like break it down, figure it out. Maybe, maybe try and deepen the friendships that you have with your colleagues. Or maybe separate a little bit between work and friendship. But ultimately, your life will be full of people who range from bud to pal to actual friend. And that's okay. I love that. Way to bust it open. Yeah, crack, crack that open like a, a friend nut. Okay, <laughs> next question. Should we move on to our... our oh. <sighs> Molly. That was great. You're a perfect person. <laughs> Thank you. To go lie down. So, okay, next one. <laughs> this one I really like. Should I do this one? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do it. Another question. When you do a podcast with a friend that you only see regularly to record the podcast, how do you manage what you, quote, say for the show? 
So this is a very XOXO question. This is the most specific. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a question, of, it's a very meta, really. Yeah. So we have a unique answer to this in that we actually talk way more often than just once a week. Yeah, yeah. So we don't really save stuff for the podcast. Well, so sometimes we do. So do you remember that one time where we started recording and uh, you're like, Trin, I got something to tell you, but I'm going to wait for the podcast. I'm going to wait for oh, the no. podcast. And then you're like, James Comey is eight feet tall. <laughs> And fetuses have 850 bones. I just learned some interesting facts right before we went into the studio, and I just had to spring them on yeah. you. Yeah, and it went really well. I did not know that fetuses had 850. Is it 850 if bones? Fetuses have a lot of bones. Like, way more bones than you'd think and were necessary. And then they fuse together to create a bigger bone. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. And James Comey has, like, way more than that. He's 6'8". Six, he's six, he is 8'5". That... <laughs> Six foot 20, with 1,200 bones. 1,200 bones. I'm, I'm so hot and bothered about James Comey. I have to take off my jacket. Aren't we all? Um, well, so this is all to say that sometimes it is great to spring really uncomfortable information onto your podcast, mate. It works out very well. But also sometimes you'll tell me a story and I'll be like, I'm going to pretend that I've never heard that story yeah, yeah, we before totally tell do it that on too. the podcast. Yeah, we totally do that Just too. Just cheese it. My God. Yeah. You know? Because... Lie your ass off on your podcast. That's why we record them. Who's going to know? No, I won't. Don't tell me. Trin and I have a way deeper relationship than this podcast. You know? Aww. Like, we do. Yeah. We do. Like, there's a ton of stuff I would never say under the microphone that I would say to you. I know we've been talking about Ian, like, this whole time, but Ian knows so much about us. Yeah. All we do is say really uncomfortable personal things, and then he cuts it for us. If anything ever happens to either of us, start the investigation with that guy. <laughs> okay, let's bring it back to the actual question. Okay. Let's try What the fuck was the question? Oh, how do you manage what you say for the show? So here's the thing. If, if you said it out loud before the podcast and you're like, oh, I should have saved that for the podcast. Oh, and then I'll be like, ha, 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 this is the first time I'm hearing that story. Yeah, just take it improv class. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. I don't like improv classes. <laughs> should we move on? Yeah, I think that we did a great job with Hit that it, answer. Molly. That was good. Love I'm it. so happy you're here. This is so good. <laughs> this question is so from a man. Um, <laughs> but like good in like a good way, which I've never said before. Um, <laughs> what are some strategies for initiating a friendship without accidentally signaling romantic interest? It's a good question mm. from a dude. I would much rather that dude ask that question than go about the world being like, I don't know how to not fuck this, this person. I know. That is... <laughs> You gotta give props that you asked and voiced the question, and I'm really glad you did, because my first reaction was like, ugh, she's not interested in you. Just, just to pretend that's always the case, but that's actually not a very good answer. No. <laughs> and like a lot of conferences, okay, so first of all, XOXO is the least horny conference I've ever been to in my life. Trin and I have been to some, like, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, some of the PAX video game era. Those are very horny. They are dripping. It is uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, like, humid with the... Ugh. You don't know how I was going to finish that word, so stop. <laughs> but, it, but, so, at nerd conventions, in general, people are, like, down for some carnage in their hotel rooms. Yeah, that's, so, like, like, half the reason people are there. Absolutely. So, I, like, I appreciate them ask. I appreciate this man asking this question. So, here's the thing. 
Sometimes a conversation is just, it's just going to be awkward. It just is. And you have to have it and it doesn't matter and there's nothing that you can do to make this not bad. Okay, what should you not say to indicate this? Like, hey. Girl, those feet look good enough to lick. <laughs> Again with the, the feet. It's a callback. Okay, it's called a callback. It's in the comedy biz, it's called a callback. Um, okay, Trin. Um, uh, I'll be Toby again. Great. And you be a normal lady. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you're going to be the man. I'm going to be the, the, bad, the bad man. Okay. And then can we switch it around? And can I be to Toby Goodman? Oh, this is too complicated. You just do it. Just okay. Do hello. Hi. It's nice to meet you. Shaking hands. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do people do when they meet each other? What do I know? Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Um, hello. So I see from your badge, your name is Toby, and you're from... I have a wife. <laughs> Uh, I really respect my wife. Don't email her. <laughs> Don't email my wife. Sir, sir, first of all, what is your wife's email address? <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, so oh, look, the other side of the room. <laughs> so, okay, so I think that, again, this is going to be something that's just going to be awkward. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's almost like, don't you wish... Let me throw this idea out there. Yeah, what if from it. now on, everyone ever just assumed we're all here for friendship? And you indicate when you're not? Like the, oh yeah, we can get like, so you know how like we have the lanyards for pictures? I'm DTF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm DT, email your wife. <laughs> I, so, okay, but for real, I genuinely, and it might be just me. So you, you two are also not men, so I'd like to, to understand. Thank you for noticing. Yes. If somebody was like, I would like to invite you out for a 100% platonic beverage with my friends, I do not want to have sex with you. I actually would respond very well to that. It totally depends. Right, because it can be really yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, the second sentence, I would go, all right, now you're just protesting too much. Now oh, I think yeah, you yeah. do want to have sex with me. Right. Like, that's, that's veering into wife respecter territory. Exactly. But cool. I, do, I do like the idea of when it gets awkward, just being like, do you want to come on a platonic? Do you want to come? <laughs> Trin! <laughs> oh, my God. I Trin. really love our podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Bits. <laughs> Never say that again. Uh, do you want to get a drink? As friends. Do you want to get a friend drink? Yes, I do. Do you want to drink a beverage in the same room as me? Yes, I do. <laughs> I so, like that. I guess what we're getting at is there is no answer there to this. There is no good question. answer to this. Okay, wait, I have it. Oh. I have it. Okay. I think it's two parts. One, treat them like a dude. Oh. Like, don't say anything to them that you wouldn't say to a dude. Assuming that you're a straight... Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Well, this matter. is from a he, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, say yeah. he, him. That's great. And yeah. if you can't... If your, like, voice changes when you talk to this woman... Hey. That's weird. <laughs> like, hey, hey, do you want to get a beer? Hey, do you want to get some rosé? Do you want to get a... It's like, wanna... all right. Uh, and then the second part is... Um, I, I think it's a lot of what we said earlier. Is like, you have to read the room. If you guys have been giggling all night, like, in a group, and you're just like, hey, like, you seem awesome, and, like, I, I think you'd be friends with my friends. Let's, like, all go out. That is very different than, hey. I do like that. Also, what if you drop in there, assuming you, like, maybe you do have this mysterious wife. Like, if you do mention her, you'd be like, yeah, my wife also loves talking to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does she? <laughs> 
All right. Is that it? Is that the whole Please question? Please get me out of this question. Yeah, it's a good idea. Cool. <laughs> um, next question. Yay. I'm delighted every time. Sometimes my... Oh, I really like this one. Okay. Sometimes my friends make plans on Twitter, which is a social media website. <laughs> it's a public place, so obviously I can see them as they are doing it. I want to be included in stuff, but when they make plans publicly without me, it bums me out. I've considered just adding them to make them know that I am also available, but I don't want to look like a creeper or a hanger-on. What is the protocol here? I love this question. It's kind of like, it's kind of an internet etiquette question. Yeah, yeah. And it's also kind of a why are my friends hanging without me question. Because yeah. we get shades of both of those. Like, so first, uh, first part of this is, are my friends hanging out with, without me? Yes, they are often hanging out without you. Yeah, that's just kind of life. They can't be with you all the time. Right. There's an entire planet full of people, and sometimes you want to be with some of them, and sometimes you don't want to be with them, and that is really okay. There's, there's many great reasons to not invite specifically you. Let's go through them. One, maybe everybody's working on something together. Two, maybe they haven't seen each other in a while and they want to catch up just them. That was way better than mine that I was going to say. What was yours? Maybe they want to get kisses. Oh, oh maybe your friends are hooking up. <laughs> yeah, all of them together. Um, and, and just maybe it's, um, so, okay, so you know how like people have different friend groups? You know, yeah. right? Yeah. You're, you have a podcast about friendship, you I'm, know. Yeah. Right. So everybody has different groups and then just like in Ghostbusters sometimes you just don't want to cross the streams yeah that totally makes sense like like hey my my weird internet friends you don't need to meet my normal people right <laughs> like <laughs> because because uh, what would you talk about me and I don't want that right when you are the only glue that's holding the friend groups together, it is, it is difficult. It is work. Yes. It is work. And sometimes it's babysitting work, yep. you know? Yep, yep, yep. Um, maybe they are going camping and you don't like being outside. Yeah, I mean, there are, are so many benign reasons why your friends are hanging out and you're not there yes. that don't involve you being an asshole. However, you could be an asshole. You could. We never want to take that off the table. Like, it could be that your friends don't like you and you're a dick. I don't know. Yeah, and if you are, go to therapy. <laughs> just take, take, I don't just, mean that in, like, a demoralizing no. way. As someone who's been to therapy and has been a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> take it from me. Go to therapy. Exactly. So, so here's... Unfortunately, this is one of those questions that could have been headed off in the past if we did some pre-work, such as... This is a tweet. I'm writing a tweet right now. Hey, everybody, I'm at XOXO. I uh, don't have much going on Saturday night. Hit me up if you've got some plans. Or you text a friend and you say, hey, I'm available in a couple hours. You want to grab dinner? Or you, say to, you can text a friend and say something like, uh, I'm looking for something to do. If you are doing something you think that might be something I'd like to do also, don't say it like that. <laughs> I thought that was cute. No, that was cute. Then, then invite me. The I end. like that. Like, tell people you're available and you want to hang out. But do not... Add yourself onto that Twitter thread. Even if you think it's really, really funny. It's, what if it's not funny? Also, you know what else about this question that's been kind of bothering me? Yeah. Who makes plans on Twitter anymore? No one should ever do this. Yeah, like it is not safe to do that. Yeah, at, at this time and this date, I will be in this location. Yeah, hope no one sees this. Right? I don't like it. Yeah, so, I mean, 
whenever possible, do not do it that on Twitter. And also, it's one of those things that can make other people feel very uncomfortable that they're not invited. There's kind of something performative about it. Yeah. And I say that as someone who has publicly made plans on Twitter. Yeah. Not like, recently. But like you know. I would say, half of the tweets that I tweet at Jen are compliments <laughs> that I could have texted her, but I want to remind everybody else <laughs> how great she is. Like, at, at Jen Dangerous. Not Rem the feet again. Don't do something no, other than my feet. No, I'm going to do a real one. Okay. Do you remember that time Cheryl Crow tweeted at you? Oh my God, Cheryl <laughs> That was Crow. so good. She's my close personal friend. Yeah. We should have her on the show. We should. Cheryl, I know you're here. Ms. Crow. Get out of here. Oh my God, that's amazing. Thank you, Ms. Crow, for your participation in this podcast. Um, so, okay, so we've covered that. Don't, don't tag yourself onto the thread. Yeah, just don't do it. I mean, you could text somebody or DM somebody on that thread and say, hey, if there's room, I'd be totally interested in coming out and then be okay with a no. That's exactly what I was gonna say. The answer might be our reservation was for four people or right. I didn't organize this, so I don't think I can invite you. Right. You have to understand that uh, just as yes, you, you should, can come is an option, so is no. The answer might be no. Mm -hmm. Be prepared to live in a world where the answer is no. I, I like that, and I think that was the entire end of that question. We've got like five more good ones. Okay, so we have... Five let's, minutes. Let's go for five more minutes before we have a very special surprise for all of you that I'm just going to reveal right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Molly Lewis has an extended version of our theme song. She wrote new lyrics for it. Isn't that the cutest thing you've it's ever gonna heard? It's going to be, it's really amazing. So we're going to answer one more question before we get to the real show. <laughs> okay, okay. I Trent, pick I got one. It. Pick yes. the winner. Well, so this, I got, oh, I'm sorry. I know, I just switched a bit. It's okay. Oh, I never want to talk over you. Okay, what are the best practices for making new close friendships after age 35? That is so specific. I love it. Like, They're, I moved into that other demographic, and now it's much more difficult. Yeah, now my bones are old. Yeah, I can hear one my of, bones. One of the most amazing tweets that was ever twatted, uh, and I can't remember who... Who Who twoted. Who, who twoted. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Molly. But it was, like, the most uh, unbelievable part about... Like oh, the yeah, Bible about the Bible is the fact that Jesus was over thirty and had twelve close friends. I love that. That's so amazing because it's it's hard to maintain friendships as a grown up. It just is life. You have other priorities, and it doesn't matter if it's job, kids, apartment, uh, but your, your many your, plants. I was just gonna say your garden <laughs> or whatever. Like people are have different. Like your your lifestyles once look your your lives probably once looked very much alike when you were shared a classroom or whatever, and now they just don't, and it's harder to get your lives to overlap again. I, I think that, it, I think we all overestimate how much our lives change after age 35 too, though. Like, the difference between, like, the way you're feeling, and, I mean, you're 19, so, I mean, like, I guess you can't really weigh in on this. <laughs> I can't even, no, I can vote. Yeah, I can, can vote. Can you vote now? Yeah, I can vote. Can you drink yet? Uh, in Europe, yeah. Great. Sure. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, 19 going on 16. 19 going on 19 again. We have a running joke that Jen is 19. So if you don't listen to our show, you have no idea what's happening right now. That's okay. She's a time lord. So for making new close friendships after 35. So I think that what's very interesting about this question is that it's not just making new friends. It's yeah. making new close, close friendships. Friends. And which, you can't go up to someone and be like, hey, I want to be your close friend. <laughs> I like your face. Be my close friend. Do you want to be my close friend? <laughs> Would you like to be my confidant? If I murdered somebody, I'd love CSI to talk to you immediately. 
Ian. Oh, oh, like like in CSI, they always the person who did it is always like the first or second person they interview. Yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they look for your confidant first. Do you want to be the person that the detectives interview yes. when I get arrested? <laughs> You'd be the first person the cops would talk to if I got arrested. Yeah, I know, me and Ian and Molly. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay, so first, okay, let's start first. Yes. First, you need to meet people. Yes, and that will be hard. It's We're not, not. going to pretend this is, this is going to be easy. Right. This is going to take a lot of work, time, and energy, and it's going to suck. And it's going to be difficult, and you're going to make small talk. Sorry. Sorry about the bad news. <laughs> yeah. This is a good news, bad news situation. But the good news is that there are lots of places, there are, like, I know you don't believe me, but legitimately there are not so, lots of places to meet people. Like, I met some of my closest friends volunteering uh, at, uh, <laughs> at video game conventions. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that you snort laughed as you said it. That really <laughs> sold it. <laughs> I, I, I want to... Uh, Do it. Tell us. So, okay. So, I was an enforcer for Penny, Penny Arcade Expo, PAX. Shut up. You're a nerd, too. Uh, <laughs> and it's nice to walk into a room of, like, 100 people who all have at least one thing you can talk to them about. Um, I remember I had the, my first, like, big conversation with other enforcers was, like, what video games have you not played? Like, what's your biggest nerd sin? Because I had never oh, played Zelda fine. before. And I know. <laughs> if we could all collectively do a theatrical gasp. Trin, say it again. I've never played a Zelda game. <gasps> Fuck you guys. Whatever. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Um, but, but it was a good conversation because it actually started because I was talking about Dragon Age, which is my favorite game that's entirely about kissing. It's not about anything else. It's just about kissing. Uh, and one of the guys I was talking to, he was like, oh, I've never played that game. I, would, I mean, I could, I could get to it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, like, no one's going to, like, shoot you because you've never played Dragon Age. It is okay. <laughs> if Trin isn't going to shoot you, then no one is. Yeah. So um, what you want is to insert yourself into rooms where you have at least one thing to talk to about other, with other people. So, like, uh, join a museum. You know, the Field Museum has, like, late-night things. Volunteer. You volunteer for with puppies. The best thing I did this year was start volunteering at an animal rescue. And, yes, I feel extremely cool for saying that. Yeah, you and are extremely what, cool. What I like about it is uh, it actually kind of... Small talk actually doesn't super happen there because it's really not about you. About doggy. Like, yeah, it really is about all the animals in that uh, so I've, I've been going pretty often and people still... We still kind of don't know each other's names in that because there's always something to do. And for someone who's introverted like me... Uh, it's it's really it's really great to go somewhere with people you don't know and have a job. Like yeah. these dogs do need to be walked, and that shit does need to be picked up. And oh, you're not you gonna, mean like poop? <laughs> like literally, like yeah, literal, poop. like literally dog shit. You yes. have to pick it up. And uh, the the more the, the more often you go, the more you start seeing the same faces. And uh, conversation is very easy when you're in love with all of the animals around you. Right. Yeah. And also conversation doesn't always happen because it is very loud in an animal shelter. Yeah. So it's like, it kind of takes like all the pressure off when you have a job to do. So I really recommend to meet people is to volunteer. Yeah. You're not going to, okay. I say you're not, but 90% of the time you're not going to meet a total dick bag if you're volunteering with children and dogs. Probably not. You're probably my not. also my other piece of my other piece of advice for finding places to volunteer is find one that actually feels right to you. Yeah. Because I've tried uh, volunteering at like um, tutoring. I tried tutoring and I really like it. Like I like kids, but I was starting to get anxious about going back as opposed to when I have sessions at the animal shelter. I cannot wait. Like find something that makes you really energetic and happy to be there. And it might take a couple tries. Yeah. 
Um, so we're kind of running out of time. We want to definitely get to Molly's uh, song. What if we just bust out like a few really good friendship nuggets? Oh, let's do it. So my first friendship nugget is all of the worst people that you know have friends who are equally terrible. <laughs> Even so, assholes have friends. Like, and they're all assholes too. So you're nice. So you will make friends. Like, like they're, they're doing fine. You're going to do okay too. Like the biggest monster you know also hangs out with terrible monsters. So you are a nice person, you will find a group of nice people. Jen, what's, what's one nugget you wanna uh, fart out? Did I say this already? You are not doomed? But yeah, you're not doomed. Whether you aren't happy with your current friend group or you wish you had more friends or whether you're overwhelmed with your social group, you are not doomed. You can find and meet new people. Oh, oh wait, I have a good one. Yes. Friendship is a skill. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's like oil painting or cooking. Yes. You can like, get better at it. You can become more empathetic. You can learn how to ask better questions. Listen to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. She's the best interviewer in the biz. Yeah, Terry, no, good to see you. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, listen to Friendshipping. I was like, thank you. I mean, you can yeah. at Friendshippingpodcast.com. <laughs> Wait, what, what? They already are. They already oh, are. Oh, yeah, we're here right now. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Um, I think that's it. Let's um, wrap up. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us talk. Thank you to Ian Parnan for editing our show. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design work. She's also here. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing our song. I'm also thank here. Thank you to Alex Cox, who uh, is in charge of the studio, and we call her Audio Daddy. Uh, and, and just like, this is great. Thank you to everybody named Andy, I guess. Uh, and, and Molly, if you'd like to play the song, that'd be wonderful. Thank right. you so much. Uh, you may have noticed that the theme song has a hook, uh, which I would like for you to sing along to. I wrote extended lyrics because I got a whole badge to sing a 15-second song, and that didn't feel right. So I extended it. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. Do friendship at the problem. That's where you guys come in. Friendship can be healthy, good for the brain and heart But sometimes there is tension that can drive your group apart Want to do your homework, but you don't know where to start Do friendship at the problem Life can be a downer, it's basically unfair Don't let it grind you down and make time for your self-care Go adopt a cactus or put purple in your hair Do friendship at the problem Last verse Friendship isn't science, it's weird and imprecise. It's one thing to be kind and it's another to be nice. So listen to this podcast and suck on this advice. Do friendship at the problem. One Thank time. you, Molly! Can we get a big hand for friendshipping?